Hello, everyone. I'm Richard Roberts, and welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast. And even as we're beginning, someone who's watching or listening right now who has had deafness in your right ear is being healed. How do I know? Because God's giving me a word of knowledge. Someone's right eardrum is just opening up, and now hearing is bursting into that ear in Jesus' name. If that's you, I'd like to know who you are. Contact me at the Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or go online, richardroberts.org. Let me know what God is doing. Praise God. Always have time to stop for the healing ministry. You know, I was thinking the other day about some of the things that people feel, people, things that people go through. And um, I was relating that to a number of scriptures. And I've been doing some studying on this. And um, I want to share some things with you and share some scriptures with you today. I believe it'll be a blessing to you. The Bible is always a blessing. It's so up to date. Some people feel like God does not care about them and that he's not concerned about what people like you are going through on a day-to-day basis. Well, nothing could be further from the truth. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7 says this, Cast all your anxiety, or your cares, Cast all of your cares on Him. Why? Because He cares for you. He knows who you are. He knows where you live. He knows what you're going through. And He has His miracle power for you. Some people feel that what God did in Bible days, He's not doing these days. He's not doing it anymore. Once again, nothing could be further from the truth. Hebrews 13.8 makes it very clear that He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what that means is that what He did, He's still doing. He said, I am the Lord, I change not. Now, some people feel that if you're a good person, and if you do good things, then you automatically go to heaven. Well, that's a nice thought, but... uh, Nothing could be further from the truth. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and verses nine, verse 9, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It's a gift of God, not by works. In other words, nothing that you do in the natural, uh, you know, I, I, I go to Sunday school, so I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Christian. I, I attend church. I'm a Christian. I, I help my fellow man. I'm a Christian. No, no, that's not how you get saved. You get saved by faith. And the Bible goes on further in Romans chapter 10 and verse 13. For whosoever, that includes you, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. When I was 19 years of age... I called upon the Lord. I was just a couple of, I guess I was about a month or so, maybe a little more than a month away from my 20th birthday. And I called on the name of the Lord. And I gave my heart to Him. But I had to do the calling. Yes, Jesus went to the cross to cut a new covenant and He shed blood for the remission of sin. However, I had to receive His salvation. And I had to say, Jesus, I receive you as my Savior. And 1 John 1, 9, which is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible, says, if you confess your sin... He is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Then over in the book of Acts, in the third chapter in the 19th verse, the Bible says, repent and turn to God. Now, what does repent mean? Repent means to change your mind. 
to change the position of your mind and put it back in subjection to your spirit, how you were created. Repent then, he said, and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out. You want sin wiped out? Well, repent. So that the times of refreshing may come from the Lord. <laughs> Some people feel, and I get this from time to time from people. Some people feel that hell is not a real place. Well, nothing could be farther from the truth. Let me assure you, hell is a real place. And you don't want to go there. Hell was not created for people. Hell was created for Satan and all of the demonic angels that fell with him when he was cast out of heaven. Hell was not made for people. I know there are a lot of people in hell today because they rejected God, but that was not God's plan. The Bible says in Psalm 9, 17, the wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. Well, who are these wicked people? Well, the Bible also gives you the answer to that question in Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. Here are those that are wicked, the fearful, the unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars, the Bible says, shall have their place in the lake of fire, which burns with fire and brimstone. There is a hell, friend, and believe me, you don't want to go. Some people feel that it just was not necessary for Jesus to shed his blood on the cross. Well, nothing could be farther from the truth. Hebrews 9 verse 22 says, Indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. Jesus went to the cross and shed his blood under the old covenant so that you and I would not have to shed our blood in order to be forgiven. He shed his blood so that we could receive forgiveness. There had to be the shedding of blood. And I know there are many places today where they don't want to talk about the blood. No, they don't want to mention the blood. They don't want to sing about it. They want to read about it. They don't want to hear it preached. No, no, no. Without the shedding of blood, there could be no forgiveness of sins for you and for me. And then some people feel that their life is of little or no value. Nothing could be further from the truth. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 10, beginning in verse 29, says this, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care, or in other words, without his notice. And even the very hairs, I used to have more, even the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. And then uh, back in the Matthew chapter 6 and verse 26, it says, Look at all the birds that are in the air. They do not sow, they do not reap, they do not store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they are? <laughs> well, yes, you are. You are valuable. You are a VIP to God. You are worth the price 
that God paid when He sent His only begotten Son to the cross. And John 3.16 comes to mind as I'm bringing you this word today. And it's the scripture that my father taught me when I was a boy. He would sit me on his knee and he would teach me John 3.16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son so that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. In other words, God loved you, He loved me so much that He made His love an act of His giving. And what did He give? He gave His best. He gave His Son. He didn't give an angel, He gave His Son. So that men and women like you and me would not perish, but have everlasting life. Thank God for the greatest gift of all is salvation. That's the greatest miracle of all. And by the way, the world needs you. We live in a world that's filled with hatred and violence and, and all kinds of problems. The world needs you. The world needs me. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. The world needs you. And you have so much to live for. I know you have dreams. So do I. I know you have visions. So do I. And many of them are not yet fulfilled. And there is no one on earth that can replace you. You are unique and you are irreplaceable. You are a totally unique individual. No one has your DNA, just you. Who knows? You could save someone's life today. You could save someone's life tomorrow or next week or next year. You are worth more than you think. You're worth the price that Jesus paid when He went to the cross. Now, perhaps this is the first time that you've ever seen this podcast. Perhaps this is the first time you've ever heard scriptures like I just gave you a moment ago. Perhaps this is the first time that you've really began, begun to consider yourself and the condition that you're in. Perhaps you've never ever repented of your sins, and perhaps you've never ever made a commitment of your life to Christ. As I was telling you earlier, about a month or so before my 20th birthday, I got on my knees and I prayed a sinner's prayer. I asked Jesus Christ to come into my heart to save me. I gave my heart to the Lord. I lay aside the dream I had for myself, and I found that the dream and plan God had for me was much better than what I had for myself. And if you've never ever committed your life to Christ, if you've never ever repented of your sin and turned away from sin and given your heart to God, then today is a good day for you to do it. I want to pray for you. And when I do, if you will follow this prayer with me, I promise you, according to the Word of God, your life will never ever be the same again. If you're tired of sin, if you're tired of living the lifestyle, if you're tired of, <laughs> of the way things are going and you want to make a commitment of your life to Christ, just simply pray this prayer out loud after me right now. Are you ready? Oh God, come on. Oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I have missed the mark with my life. I admit it. And I repent. I change my mind. I turn my back on the past and I renounce Satan. Satan, get out of my life. 
Today, I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me of every sin. Cleanse me. Take it away. I receive Jesus into my heart. You say, now Richard, is it that simple? Yes, it is. That's the prayer that I prayed. It transformed my life. I'm 73 years of age. That was when I was 19. That's a long time ago. And I've lived for the Lord every day since then. I've never, ever regretted a moment of it. And I'm so delighted to share this with you. If you just prayed that prayer with me, go to richardroberts.org slash prayer and let me know. Or call the Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 and let me know that you prayed that prayer with me. Heaven is rejoicing right now. The Bible says when a sinner comes to God, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels. And there's rejoicing going on there now. Let me know. Call the prayer group number 918-495-7777 or go online richardroberts.org and let me know. Praise God. Don't, don't forget these scriptures. Study them out in your Bible. Get your Bible out. You say, well, I have never read the Bible. Well, let me tell you the best way to read the Bible. Don't start at the beginning. No. Start halfway through the book of Matthew in the New Testament. Read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the four Gospels, and then the book of Acts. You see Jesus rising up out of the pages. You'll see the Acts of the Apostles and all that they did which was in harmony with what the Lord said to them to do and what He teaches us. Then after you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and the book of Acts, then go back to the beginning, to Genesis. What's what's called the Pentateuch. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the first five books of the Bible, and see how everything began. And then you go in into the prophets, and you hear uh, many prophecies which have come to pass, and some prophecies which have not yet come to pass, but will come to pass. And then after you've gone through that all the way through the book of Malachi, including Psalms and Proverbs, which are terrific. Then go to the letters of the Apostle Paul. Start with Romans and First uh, and Second Corinthians and Galatians and Ephesians and Philippians, through, through all the different uh, books of the Bible that the Apostle Paul wrote. Paul wrote some two-thirds of the New Testament. It'll be such a blessing. And then you'll finish with the book of Revelation, God's great love story. You'll see how everything is going to wind up and how you as a Christian win. <laughs> We win in Jesus' name. Once again, contact me through the Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or online, richardroberts.org slash prayer. Let me know. If you have a prayer request, let me know. And also visit our website and to see all that's available. I have a brand new book on healing and I believe it'll be available or uh, uh, it'll be there for you when, you when you go online and order your copy. Thank you so much. God bless you. I'll see you next time on the Expect a Miracle podcast. Does God still heal today? As the son of Oral Roberts, Richard grew up seeing the miraculous healing power of God. And from that experience, he wants everyone to know that God not only has the power to heal today, but it's his desire for you to be well in every area of your life. Healing is a central key. It's not a sideline. You'll find healing all the way from Genesis all the way to the book of Revelation. Healing is God's plan. If you have questions about whether or not God still heals, if you're skeptical but want to believe, then order this new book, God's Healing Touch by Richard Roberts. 
Go to richardroberts.org or call 1-844-828-1412.